Welcome to episode 139 of the Fitness Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Schlag. On today's episode, I have a coaching call with Dawn, who is an alum of my Fitter After 40 program and a current member of the Aging Stronger Society. Now, before I talk more about Dawn and her episode, I want to clear up the difference between those two programs because I get asked a lot. They're like, I hear you saying words and I don't know what you mean. Fitter After 40 is my eight-week course for women over 40 to help you get in the best shape yet. We talk nutrition, we talk mindset, we talk workouts, and we don't just talk. I give you action steps to actually practice doing those things and get better at them. You can see really good results in eight weeks, but eight weeks isn't enough to overcome a lifetime of bad habits. So I have my follow-up program, which is an inexpensive monthly membership. That's the Aging Stronger Society. To get into the Aging Stronger Society, you got to go through Fitter After 40. I will leave the link to the waitlist in the bio of this episode so that you can get on the list there. Doors will open again at the end of the summer, but do not fear when you get on the waiting list. I have a seven, like a seven-day series of emails that come to you to help you begin to take steps now. And also, if you're on the waiting list, you're going to get a nice big bonus and a discount when the doors open in August. All right, back to Dawn in this episode. So Dawn has got a lot of the pieces in place to see really good progress. She's already seen really great progress, but she's not quite where she wants to be. And there is one thing standing in her way and another one coming up. The first thing that's already um, causing her to struggle is nighttime overeating. She does really well during the day, but struggles at night. Maybe you can relate. So we're gonna talk about strategies for nighttime overeating and we brainstorm a whole bunch to find ones that are a good fit for dawn so there's definitely going to be something in there for you to choose from the second thing we talk about is dawn is getting ready to go back to the office dun, dun, dun. i know a lot of you are in the same position and she tended to overeat at the office so with this um, going back to work looming in may we want to be proactive there and come up with some strategies for her to help her not overeat when she returns to working in the office. You ready? Let's go. Hi, Dawn. Hi. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Hey. Well, it looks like you're somewhere lovely and tropical. I wish. (laughs) I wish, and everyone asks me where it is. I have no idea. My dreams. <laughs> in your fantasies, you were in that I, background. I call it my Zoom island. I have no idea. <laughs> we all wish we were there. Don, where are you calling me from? I forget where you live. That's okay. I live in San Diego. <clears throat> oh, well, it's nice and tropical. Actually, no, it's not always <sighs> warm there, is it? Well, I mean, the average temp is like 70 around, so it's not ever too extreme. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I went there one time actually with a bunch of other people from the fitness industry. We decided to meet there. It was Marcy Nevin, Susan Niebergall, Sarah Duff, Sam Altier. We met there and we picked San Diego and we thought it was going to be all like tropical warm feeling, but we (laughs) met in March and a couple couple (laughs) hours North in LA, people were like wearing their bathing suits and we were like fine in like jeans and sweatshirts. And I was like, that's not what I had in mind. Why did, why did we pick this place? Yeah. March isn't the greatest month to come, but you know, it's still, it still beats snow. Right. I mean, it does. Dawn, before we jump into what you actually messaged me a while back, you answered a question box. Um, 
on Instagram and I said, we should hop on a podcast and talk about this. Dawn has been a course member of mine for some time now. So Dawn, tell us a little bit about you and your life, what you do, your family, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Thank you for having me. This was really fun. I love getting to talk to you one-on-one. Um, so I live in San Diego, like I said, with my husband and our dog and, um, I work for a big tech company. So lots of super busy. I, I work for Intuit TurboTax. So busy tax season, just busy oh, yeah. all the time. Yeah. So, but it's super fun. Um, I'm still working from home, which I love. We haven't, we're going to do a hybrid coming back pretty soon. Um, How do you feel I'm, about that? Ooh, not super excited, but I have the coolest boss and, um, he's, he's kind of said, whatever you want to do. So they're kind of giving us a lot of leeway with it, which is nice. Um, other than work, I love to cook. I love to travel. We like to walk, um, and hike with our dog a lot. Love to spend time with friends. What kind of dog do you have? He is a mutt. <laughs> he's, a, okay. he's like, he's like a pit bull collie Dalmatian. He's black and white spotted. He's super cool. And so I apologize for any barking. If, you know, oh, no if you problem. Hear some... <laughs> We might have barking on both ends because Lily okay. absolutely does not respect that I am doing podcasting. No. And if somebody walks by, she has to let us all know podcasting or not. Yes. So, <clears throat> and you have a puppy? I have. have so really, I, I'm about to. Lily May is one. We got her the day after Easter last year. And now from the same breeder, the day after Easter this year, we're getting a half sibling of hers. So um, oh. it's a little boy we have named Rocky and they share the same dad. So he comes home in a little under three weeks. He's super cute. So cute. I saw his pictures. I had no idea you were getting another one. I'm like, is she showing old pictures of her dog? I was like, nope, this is a new one. You're not far behind, Don. I didn't know like a week and a half ago. I was okay. <laughs> it was a last minute decision. Um, I had mentioned to my husband a while ago that I thought Lily May might like like another pet. Like it's just since when we got her during quarantine, everyone was here. All of my children children's girlfriends. There's a lot of people around. Well, now most people are gone. So most of the day, it's just me and my husband here and I'm working and he's working. And so we stop and play with her, but I feel like she's a little lonely and would like yeah. another playmate. And so I had mentioned this to him a few months ago. He's like, no way. Like we're not, I'm not going back to the puppy face. And then a few weeks ago, our breeder posted these, this cute litter and said, there's a few available. And he just suddenly is like, I think we should, I think we should do this. And oh my gosh. I have no idea what changed his mind, but I was quickly on board. And next thing I know we had money down on a puppy. So. Oh my gosh. That's so cool. I'm a dog person. I love it. Can't wait to yeah. see more of Rocky. I'm not historically a dog person. This was our first dog. Oh. Lily Mae was our first dog and now we love them. So I don't Yay. know. Hey, you're change. a convert. I love it. People can change is what I'm saying. Yes, <laughs> very true. And always. So now let's talk about fitness, John. Yeah. Everybody, like how we met, what we've done together and then where you're at with things. Yeah. So we met, I found you on Instagram probably during this crazy pandemic at some point. And I just really love that you're so approachable and you just seem so nice and you're and now I know you are but you just seem so level-headed and just grounded in your approach to fitness and I love that there's an industry going towards this normalizing all foods and not doing crazy extreme diets because I feel like in the last 15 years like I would get I got paralyzed with so much information I didn't even know what to do anymore mm -hmm. it just gets overwhelming so now after listening to you, and I know a couple other people that you know um, online as well, um, are in that world, and I love it. And it's that's been really easy for me, actually. The 
accepting all foods and not doing crazy diets. I always hated that. Even though I've done a million, I've done yeah. lost and gained lots of weight over my 20, you know, probably more than 20 years. Um, so I just loved, I met you there and I just loved how I love your approach and, um, how real you are. And so I joined your group, your first group, I think, right. Your first, yeah. um, group and I love it. And you know, the success I've had with it is I love doing the progressive, I guess that you call it strength training again. Yeah. I've strength trained off and on my whole adult life. I really like it. I'm a strong person naturally. So I think it just, I love it. I love how much stronger I'm getting it to me. Sometimes I'm like, is this supposed to be this easy to like, that's probably me. It's, it's not that I always <laughs> want to do it. I just do it because I'm supposed to. Um, so I do love that. And I love getting your monthly workouts. Um, I'm not always perfect with them, but I'll try to do my three, you know, but I'm like, if I get two, I'm super stoked. I love um, that. Yeah. So, um, cause I know I've made progress anyway. So I love that part. That's been a success for me. And then also hitting my protein has been huge. Um, because I am an eater. I've always been, I have a lot of muscle naturally and I'm getting even more now. Um, but I just never understood that correlation with protein mm-hmm. and I'm an eater and I'm just a hungry person. So if I hit those numbers every day, like I am great all day now and I am good. I mean, I don't, do anything crazy all day. Like I'm eat like great for breakfast, great for lunch. I have a snack afternoons when I feel like my metabolism must kick on in my afternoon for me. Like, I don't know what it is or my head just turns on. Mm. Um, and that's when I'll like, I'll get snacky, but I'll try to have protein again. And then I would try to wait for dinner to like, I don't want to keep snacking to dinner. Like one spot, I try to do one and you know, then dinner and I'll be fully satisfied. But that's where I run into my question of it's nighttime eating for me. And it's, I don't, and I've done a lot of soul searching. I'm start, I'm starting to read a book. Um, it's called, I wrote it down. It's called um, Over oh, End Emotional Eating. It's by Jennifer Tates. I don't know if you heard that one. I haven't. I've kind of, um, Beth Farah, who, you know. Beth Farocco. Yeah. Farocco, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Um, she posted that on her Instagram one time. So it's just, it's, I just kind of started it, but you know, any, any books like that, I feel like it's, it's time consuming and you should do the exercises in them and not just plow through the book. So yeah, I've just gone a little slower than I want to on that. So I'm kind of reading that. Um, it's called the soul searching of why am I doing this? Um, yeah. you know, it ties back to childhood stuff for me, I think. Um, but so I'm just kind of working on that. I'm kind of working on that. Um, so I don't know if you could share wisdom or thoughts or, yeah. you know, and truly so- it's, it's, I think since I'm hitting my protein, I don't want, I don't want, junk food, you know, in quotes mm-hmm. all day. Like it doesn't hit me till night and I'm not even hungry. And I check with myself, but I'm like, it's that gnawing, like, I know it's in the cupboard, you know? So I'm trying to get well, over that I'm thing really, of like, it's in the cupboard, you know, I don't need it because it's there. I'm really impressed with your self-awareness. First of all, let's take a moment and talk about how wonderful all these things are, all the progress you've made, like that you've gotten super consistent with your workouts that you can be gentle with yourself and say like, three is my goal. But if I hit two, look, two is amazing. When we talk about just the standards that, you know, that adults should be hitting for movement two times a week, strength training, like you're hitting it. So that's amazing. You get that third one in there when you can. Perfect. I love that. Um, the fact that you've made the switch and been able to really consistently up your protein and get it to a level where you want it. So many people struggle with that. Like, I can't even tell you how many messages I get per week, probably per day about like, 
I don't know how to do that. How do I up my protein? And the fact that you've like, I've got my system down. I know how to do that. These are all big wins. Um, and also that you're really aware. Uh, one of the things that you said is that like, I know I'm not even hungry and I have this gnawing. You also mentioned they're like, maybe it's like my metabolism turning on, or maybe it's like something's happening in my head. And I think mm -hmm. it's, it's that one. Tell me more about what you said. Um, like, what were you hinting at when you're like, you know, maybe some things like from my childhood, like what were your eating patterns that you were referring to in your childhood? Yeah. Yeah, sure. I think I've kind of pegged it to my parents got divorced when I was pretty small. So I was like seven. So I was kind of a latchkey kid or going to an aunt's or a neighbor's after school till my dad was home. Um, I, I lived with my dad and my brother. Um, so I think it was like a comfort thing. I'd come home and just start eating junk because my dad, even if like, then we were old enough to kind of be at home on our own for a few hours, you know, it was the seventies. When we left children we all, all a little longer. Yeah. Um, so I just think it was that, and it was a comfort thing. And then by the time it was dinner, my dad was home and, you know, all was right with the world again. And then I would just eat meat. And I think my dad just kind of didn't know how to help us eat properly. Cause he mm -hmm. was a single dad and trying to figure, just get a fed. I mean, yeah. right. Like that's a big deal. Um, so I think I pegged it to that kind of, mm -hmm. um, that's where it always goes to whenever I kind of do exercises or. It makes, oh, you know. it makes sense. That's a long ingrained pattern of like right. when I'm alone, when I want to feel comforted, mm -hmm. maybe when I just have a lot of time to fill, like the busyness of yeah. the school day is gone. Like, oh, what do I do? Like I eat some stuff and it tastes good. And like, that's immediately fulfilling in that yes. like, quick kind of hit way. That makes yeah. sense. And you talk about that. It sounds like you really like your job, but it also sounds yeah. like it's very busy and yeah. perhaps stressful. Correct. It is. It is. Um, I'm actually loving working at home. It's easier for me now. Mm -hmm. Um, I, and I was just recently side note diagnosed with ADD, which I think I've had my whole life. Mm. Um, so I think that I know working at home for me is huge, um, for getting stuff done because I can crank through stuff. I'm not getting the distractions too. So I think when I was at work, I think back because now it's been two years when I was at work in that busy environment, super fun, funnest place to work. But it is like, set, it is like party central. It's like a three ring circus of fun. And I cannot, my, this brain of mine cannot work in that environment. Um, and so I would just eat any, any, and like there'd be just the candy bowls and the stuff. And they're just, they give us snacks uh, into it, just gives us things. So I would just eat and eat. And I wasn't even, it was wild. It was like out of my control. And I was like, well, just don't look at it. You don't have to eat it. But that's when you're in this compulsive thing of like stress and busy. Mm -hmm. um, so I feel like, I have a better hold of it now during the day at least, but luckily I won't be going in every day anymore. Yeah. Again, knock on wood, let's hope. Um, so I kind of just remembered that talking, like how bad I was just getting about eating just snacks. I mean, they are everywhere there. It's mm -hmm. wild how many, how much food's around. Um, so, and so now you're at home, that's not yeah. the issue, but you have a really busy day when you finish yeah. and the nighttime snacking starts, tell me like what's going on or that maybe even you're not even starting like the desire to nighttime snack hits. Yeah. Tell me what's happening. Like what's well, happening I, in your environment, what's happening in your mind. Yeah. Um, I kind of said like, so I'll do my an afternoon snack of like, and I'm trying to get plenty of protein, um, and you know, carbs and fat in there. Um, I think when I start cooking, it's just like that busy thing of like, oh, I'll have a couple of chips because my husband's having some chips and they're sitting there. So it could be little, but I just know all that stuff adds up. Um, 
and it's leading me to my, you know, not get any weight loss. I've lost some weight and I've gained it back. And it's just this little thing I'm stuck in. Um, but environment wise, nothing too crazy. The dog, you know, my husband's home and he's super supportive of everything I do. And he actually eats better because I do and, or, you know, watches things better because I do, which is cool. So it's not like it's stress when I'm doing this. It truly is I don't know, time and I'm cooking and that's fun. And I don't really eat while I'm cooking. It might be before I've started. Then we okay. have to walk the dog or, you know, it's just the little nighttime routine things. Like I said, I don't have kids. So it's not distraction with that. It's almost like not enough distraction. Maybe. I don't know. Tell that's me what I can't that. pinpoint. Um, I just have time, you know, I'm not. Ooh, yeah. It sounds time. a lot like your childhood then. Like you have all yeah. this time to fill. Yeah. And I'll try to do things, you know, like, again, like I'm cooking and then we're eating and then we're doing dishes and then we're walking the dog. So it's plenty of things. It's just nothing. I think maybe my brain slows completely down again and there's time. I don't know. Are you interested in finding other things to do at this time? Are you just so tired from work? Like where is your mental state around? Like how you would like to fill that time? If you're like, oh, I have this time in an ideal world, how would you be using that time? I think just doing what I'm doing. I mean, I'm, I'm truly kind of an introvert at heart. Um, I, like I said, it's pretty, you know, that routine of like the dinner and the dishes and the dog and all that stuff is plenty of things for me to do during that. I feel like I'll even overeat even dinner, Mm. you know, to me, like I'm, I'm, and again, for years, I've worked on the, like, know when you're full, slow down, like, think about this. When are you satisfied? I'm, I truly do. I'm trying to work on that lately a lot. Um, but I still, cause it's there and I just love to eat and I love what I made. And so it's like, I know I should stop. It's like a comfort thing. I, I think nighttime is like my, it is my favorite time of the day, the okay. evening and night. So I don't know if it's like, oh, I'm in my happy spot and I'm going to eat. <laughs> I don't know. And, and I tend to do this stuff at like parties and stuff too. So I don't know if it's a social, like my husband's home now and I can relax and eat and enjoy. I don't know. And so you're like genuinely, so for some people, the comfort eating is more about like stress. Like I am eating mm-hmm. this because I'm stressed or, and for you, like you're just having a nice old time. Like my husband's yeah. here, my dog's here, I'm relaxed yeah. and I'm eating. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Got it. It's and, not a stress thing for me. I don't think most of the time anyway. And the problem with this, if I'm um, understanding is it is keeping you from achieving your weight loss goals. Yeah. Correct. Right? Yeah. Um, when you're eating, do you ever eat to the point where you're like uncomfortably full or is it more just like, eh, that was a little too much? Both, both of those. Yeah. 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 And when you're eating to the point and you're like, I'm really not hungry anymore. And you keep eating, like, what are the thoughts going on in your head? Um, kind of like, I know I shouldn't be having this, but it's really good. And, oh, it's, it's, you know, healthy for me. So I'm just gonna have a little more. Um, I, you know, stayed pretty good in my calories all day. So a little more won't hurt, but I just, I just kind of like space it out. You know, I just kind of like, Oh, you're fine. Or I know I shouldn't be doing this. And tell me more about your weight loss goal. Like how much are you looking to lose? Why are you looking to lose weight? Tell me about that. Yeah. I just, um, I feel great. Like I said, you know, and I I'm super active work, uh, walking too. So, I mean, I'm walking probably 45 to an hour a day total. Um, so I'm getting all my steps in and I, um, oh, I'm sorry, we you repeat your question again? Oh gosh. Don't ask me to repeat it. What did I just ask you? 
Hang um, on. I'm going to recall it. I'm going to recall it. Um, Sorry. Okay, and we're quite a pair here. My brain fog. What did I just ask you? Ah. Somebody listening right now is like, I remember. I know. I know. <laughs> they totally I are. Oh, tell me why you want to lose weight and how much you want to lose weight. Thank you. <laughs> I want to lose weight. I just don't enjoy the way I look right now. I feel great. And I, I feel like I think I look horrible. I just, I want to lose. I mean, ultimately, I'm at like, just probably above 200 now. I have been as low as 150. I've been to this and I'm always pretty fit in all of those weights, but I just okay. don't enjoy how I look. Like, I just feel like it's really, it's truthfully a, a vanity thing, I guess. Um, but I, I just know losing weight will help me with like some knee pain I have, or, you know, overall I'm very healthy when I, all my, you know, when I go to the doctor, all my numbers are great. So it's not even a health reason overall I know I should lose weight um I mean I'm like I would love to be like because what'd you say because you said I know I should lose weight oh I just think the extra weight on my like knees and joints and things that's to me you know to me other health Um, markers are good you're active you're happy with the way you move and feel except for you have some knee and joint pain and you don't like the way you look right and let me ask you this. Let's just say like health wasn't an issue. Your knee felt fine. Would you be wanting to lose weight or yeah. you would still? So this, yeah. this is pretty important to you. Like the physical, like how you look. And it is. Well, it's getting totally less important. There's, there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. There's yeah, wrong it's getting it. less important, but I feel like when I see pictures, I'm all, oh, when in the mirror, I'm like, great, fine. You look awesome. You know? So it's like, I mm-hmm. feel great. You look great in my head. And I'll see pictures and I'm like, I just don't like that. Like, you know, and I've been, like I said, like 150, that'd be a dream, but I don't know if like that's sustainable for my, I'm just like a bigger person. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never been this itty bitty, even when I was little, I wasn't this How tall are you done? I'm five, seven. Well, I'm like five, six and a half, like apparently. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> so somewhere, somewhere, maybe you're talking 25, 30, 35, up to possibly 50 pounds, but maybe not even that much. Yeah. I just want it to be, I still want to enjoy eating and living my life. And when I was that small at 150, I was hungry all the time and that's not fun. Yeah. You know, at all, maybe not quite that low. Right. Um, okay. So then talk to me about this. That, That gives me a clear understanding of why this is important to you. So knowing this is important to you and knowing that this nighttime eating, cause it sounds like the rest of the time you really have a handle on things as in, Mm-hmm. You're not overeating during the day. It also doesn't sound like you're under eating during the day. Would that be no. correct? Are you eating full meals at like breakfast at lunch? Like, are you eating solid amounts of food? Yes. I, I feel like I've tried that in the past too. The whole, um, the cycling thing. What is it called? The like fasting. Okay. Intermittent fasting. Yeah. That, that doesn't work for me. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm just hungry. I have a lot of muscle. I'm a hungry person. I'll yeah. just overeat later. So I've learned that I've gone on that journey also. Okay, good. <laughs> good the, the to know. Yeah. So I will tend to space up if I'll tend to do a little less during the day to do like dinner, sit down with my mm. husband. Cause I enjoy that part of my night again, like I said, but I, I have learned to try to like add a little more in during the day. And then I'm not as ravenous Super. later. So I have learned that too, um, working with you, which I love that. Um, so okay. 
it sounds like we're getting you really close to where you need to be here, Don. Like you've got yeah, a lot I feel of like pieces. I'm so close. You are so <laughs> close, right? So you're getting your steps in, you're getting your protein in. You've got the daytime eating dialed in. You've learned that important piece of it doesn't really help me to intermittent fast, nor does it help me to skimp during the day because I just end up eating more at night. And so what it really sounds like is two possible, two things we need to work on. Well, possibly three coming up. One, this nighttime eating. Two, you mentioned that when you are out socially that you tend to overeat a bit there too. And now we've got this other thing we can talk about in a minute of like, what are you going to do when you go back to work a couple of days a week? Yeah. And, right. And so we'll get to that, but okay. it sounds like this nighttime eating has been the thing that's really kept you from being in the deficit. So a couple of things I would say to ask yourself, number one, as with anything and, and with any goal, we have one, I think it's really good that we're very clear on this. It's not a mystery. Like, why am I not losing weight? Right. So that's good. Yeah. Like you understand this is the thing that's holding me up. So a question to ask yourself is, is this important enough for me to change what I'm doing at night? That's not working for me. Or is it not important enough for me? Right. And that's an important question. And I don't know if like right now you have an answer for that. Um, but that's a really important place to start because okay. what you're doing right now is not working. Um, and there are other things we could try. A couple of things that come to mind are, even though you enjoy this nighttime routine, it is not working for you. Mm -mm. Um, you're still in this habit of, I just overeat. One of the things that can help is switching up our triggers so that then we enter a different habit loop. And so for right now, um, it sounds like start to cook dinner. I end up eating as I'm prepping the dinner. Then I cook the dinner after, and then I, and I tend to eat more food. So what could we do to change this? Lots of things. We could, we could start having you have a barrier food before your dinner. I don't know if this is a term you've ever heard me say mm -hmm. before, but a barrier food is a food that's very low in calories that you can kind of snack on to help with that snacky feeling okay. before dinner. So it would be something like um, strawberries, raspberries, cucumber, pickles, like these things that you, okay. like you could eat a lot of cucumber or a lot of pickle and it's not right. going to really do anything much calorie wise, but it can help with that like that feeling of like, I want to put something in my mouth, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's a possibility. Um, we could also start, we could do that or not do that and start helping you with the bright line of, I do not eat things that are not on my plate at dinner time. So when, I, when I'm ready for dinner and it's time to prep the dinner, I do not eat things until I'm ready to sit down and eat the dinner. That is not my food when it's in the pot. That is not my food over there on the counter. I eat all my food seated and plated. And that's something that we can help you practice. Okay. And then another option, and we could do, if we decide to do all these things, we would have you do these incrementally. The other okay. thing I would say is looking for a different nighttime routine, because it sounds like you're also eating then after dinner. Is that correct? You're eating, you're continuing to eat. Sort of like I'll take a break because I'm full. I mean, I find even if I'm over full or full, um, I will just kind of just go, Oh, I'm not a big sweets person, which is great. But then I'll be like, Oh, I want chocolate or Great. That's fine. If I can work that in, but it'll be like, oh, I have one and I have two and then I have three. At least they, you know, it's just kind of the pile up of like compulsive eating, I guess. You and know? when does that typically happen? I'd say by like maybe seven, eight, something like that. And when what I've are you typically down. doing then? Kind of by that point done, done with the night, um, routine of, you know, dog walking, et cetera. Um, just relaxing. And that's kind of my downtime to just, you know, watch shows or whatever. 
And it's like, I've even done things like I love to do jigsaw puzzles. I'll do that. But I still get that, like, it's keeping my brain busy, but I still, it's that like, you know, where were you doing? So where do you typically spend your evenings? Is it like in the living room, in the kitchen? Yeah. Living room, living room or bedroom. Yep. Got it. And that's where you typically do the TV watching. Yeah. And the snacking. Yeah. Jigsaw puzzle too, or was that somewhere else? That's a kitchen. So there's no TV in there. So got it. But the food's in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. The food's right there. <laughs> um, so this could, so this could be a place that we look to disrupt your nighttime routine, like maybe doing the jigsaw puzzle, but could we set up a card table in the bedroom because you're then not in the typical environment where you're like, oh, like it's the TV room. This is like the cue for me to start snacking. It's also not like, and I'm now in the kitchen and snacks are readily accessible. And, you know, as long as you're not stashing snacks in your bedside table, it could right. be like, for a period of time, I'm going to try in the evening after I do the dishes, after I take the dog for my walk, I'm going to go upstairs. I'm going to put on my pajamas. I'm going to wash my face. I'm going to brush my teeth. And we're going to sit in the bedroom at this card table. And we're going to work on the puzzle together while we listen to music. It could be any of a number of things, but that's a different routine. Okay. Do you see how the cue yeah. is very yeah. different there? The food is further away from you. It's not the same cue of I am sitting downstairs near the food or in the living room watching the TV and I'm seeing the commercials with the gooey cookies or whatever, right? Right. It will be, it would possibly be easier for you to say no to yourself about going downstairs to get some cookies right. or whatever it is, the chocolate, right. because one, it's, uh, it's literally further distance. You're going to have more time to catch yourself and you have now set in place a different routine. One that starts with you having like a fresh mouth from toothpaste. You're already upstairs. Um, how does that routine sound to you? Are you like, that's not a good fit for me? Or is that a possibility? No, it's a possibility. I mean, there's not a lot of room in my room to set up mm. anything, but I mean, I'm just no, like, I feel like just hearing you say that if I'm in my room, it's a little further. My house isn't super huge, but if I'm away from it, I don't grab it as often. I still will. I feel mm -hmm. like, um, I don't know. It's interesting. I, yeah. I, but I, I like the thought in your brain. Yeah, but I like the thought of that, like just disrupting my space, even where I'm sitting. Mm -hmm. um, where else would even... you go? Do you have other rooms? I mean, my office that I'm in all day. So mm. I get kind of, you know, I'm kind of over that, that by nighttime. Good. I sit here all day. Um, yeah. I mean, our house isn't super big, but yeah, I'll think about it. Like how I could just set it up differently somehow, you know, my routine. Yeah. Give that some thought. Um, okay. Think about a different nighttime routine that has a different signal to you of eating time is over. Eating yeah. time is over. Um, I have already eaten. I'm not even hungry. And even having those mental conversations with yourself, Don, can really help and be like, you know what, Don? Like, I'm not hungry. I've met all my physical needs. Mm -hmm. um, if you still have that little craving for chocolate, that could be something you start putting on your dinner plate at night, like to end, like you put it on your plate and that's part of your meal. It's the, whatever, like you have a, a, a two things of Kit Kat or whatever it right. is. Right. So you have that little taste of chocolate okay. um, and have this ending routine. Like once I put the dishes in the dishwasher, like the kitchen for me is closed. I've already met my needs. Right. It's a possibility. Um, does that feel like a possible fit for you where you're like, I think that's not quite it for me because for other people scheduling in a nighttime snack is a better way to go. Yeah. I feel like, um, scheduling that in might be better uh, for me. Cause I just feel like I would just eat that on my plate and then maybe eat it later too. 
you know, got that's, it. So yeah, that scheduling it in for later might be good. Okay. But sometimes I don't want it. Um, and I've noticed now too, totally off sort of, I mentioned this earlier. So I'm still trying to figure out my meds for ADD, which mm. I know I've had my whole life and I, I, we're still figuring them out, but they've actually had less compulsive behavior to even want to do that starting to take these. So I don't know, like if it's that's in my head or it's mm. actually, you know, it's kind of interesting too, just as a side note. Um, but I do like, cause I'm thinking about it more now. So I'll be like, Oh, I feel like some chocolate. Like last night I'm like, I don't really want any. So mm -hmm. I don't know what's changing. I don't know if it's my work that I'm just working on this for so long, like my whole life. <laughs> um, that's helping me not do it. So I think if I schedule it later, I may not even want it. Okay. You know, maybe, so, I don't know. Tell me, okay. In your mind, think of the things that we just chat about here. Imagine like a night that goes really well for you. Mm -hmm. You haven't overeaten. Talk me through what that might look like. Like, how would you do that then? Like, what would your system be? When would you schedule this treat in for? Where would it be? Talk to me through that. Sure. Um, I think it would be probably around, I feel like I start doing that. Like I said, maybe around eight o'clock, 8 p.m. Um, and there's sometimes when I, I feel that I don't, I'm like, when I really think about it, I don't want it. And there's other times where I'm like, no, I really want it, but I just, I'll either do it or I avoid it. Like I'll have tea or something um, to avoid it. And the tea usually works. Mm -hmm. I just have to fight that sometimes I want the thing, you know, when I've filled up my calories for the day, I don't uh -huh. need any more food. So that's when I have to go, you're fine. You know, um, maybe it's me looking back to, to see if I ate enough fiber, if I ate enough, you know, Carbs, and that can be a part of it too, right? That can be a part of it. And sometimes it doesn't matter because even if we right. have those things, it's just this habit of like, now this is what I want to do. And it could go either way with you. How, um, okay. So what if, let's say you decide you're going to schedule a treat in and mm -hmm. you, have you been pre-logging your food? I used to, I haven't been lately because okay. I just feel like I've gotten kind of worn out, but I just need to. It's like, sometimes I get to the point where I'm like halfway tracking. Um, and I did the, but I think in the new year, you had us do the consistency calendar and sure enough, I was just over the point where the percentage wise, whatever, I don't have my sheet around here, but uh -huh. that I did, I wasn't successful. And I'm like, this is why, mm -hmm. but I still struggle. I think that stuff and like some weekend stuff too. Um, but yeah, I, I think I need to get back on the pre-logging or just logging consistently mm -hmm. again is huge for me right now until I learn how to do yeah, it. Without. And I think That's my ultimate goal is to not track my food for the rest of my life, but absolutely. You know, I agree. Um, I think it's going to take some playing around on to figure out what a good system for you is at mm -hmm. night. Um, you can try this idea of, I'm going to put a snack in. How about, how about this situation? Let's, let's do a little role play here. You've already, you've unloaded the dish. I mean, unloaded, you've loaded the dishwasher. You've had your dinner. You stopped eating when you were satisfied. You have a snack planned for later in the night and you start wanting something else. Like you're going to have, you're having some chocolate at eight. It's, you know, 650. And now you're like, oh, chips. That sounds good. Yeah, right. What do you say to yourself? What do you do? Um, I think I just stop and think about well, this is what I do. I would I kind of stop and think about the success I've had that day so far or where I've been mm -hmm. that day. I'll check my, um, you know, when I am tracking, I'll check my tracking and make sure like, see what I've hit. 
Um, sometimes I'll be like, actually, I have a little room in there. Like measure this out. I mean, maybe that's something I could do. I haven't been. I have in the past. Um, I've tried that and it, it seems to work. Um, when you say it seems to work, measure it like log. See yeah, log it and say, oh, I do have a little room. Function. Yeah, I'll measure this little serving out and mm -hmm. call it a day. It's just that control of actually then making myself measure it out and yes. stick to that. Yes. Um, when you've successfully done that in the past, what has helped you to be able to, to do that, to just have the portion that you're planning and not just like eat out of the bag? I just can like, I feel like willpower, like trying to turn on that willpower, trying to talk yourself out of wanting to eat that extra and say, oh, it's fine. I'll then mm -hmm. I'll be good tomorrow kind of thing. Yeah. That's good. That's kind of like willpower is a possibility. It doesn't usually work long-term, which mm -hmm. I think you've realized right. like, it doesn't yeah. always work. No. Um, so looking for something else to help could be a better solution. Um, accountability can really help there, whether that's you coming into the Facebook group. Um, somebody at uh, Joanne and Trish have been starting, I don't know mm -hmm. if you've seen it, but they're starting like a weekly um, challenge where they put up like how they're doing with their consistency and they share their consistency calendar on there. And then talk back and forth. Ever the whole group talks in the comments about like, here's what I did, here's where I'm struggling. So that's right. a possibility. Um, or even just starting a post of your own in there with a feed saying like, I'm going to update you guys every night and tell you how it goes. Like my goal is to snack, you know, and whatever you decide the goal is going to be. My goal is going to be to only eat food that I have logged and weighed and sat down to the table to eat. Uh, I'm going to update you and let you know how it goes. Because those are the kinds of things that in the moment can help us like really remember the commitment we've made to ourselves. where it's easy to kind of blow ourselves off. Like, right. if you know, the next day, like, oh gosh, I have to tell, I have to talk, I've got to get on and tell Kim, like, Hey, it's the fourth day in a row. I still didn't keep that commitment to myself. Right. Not that you think anybody's going to come in there and be like, Dawn, what's wrong with you? Right. <laughs> but right. it can really be that thing that helps us remember why we did it in the first place. Like, why did I even set this goal? Why did I tell these people I wanted to do this? Oh, right. Because this is the thing that's keeping me from losing the weight I want to lose. I really want to feel better in my body. And so it can be the thing that helps us hold our feet to the fire when in, in those moments that willpower is not there. And what's happening is we're like, eh, I'll be better tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it could, I, um, I don't know. I feel like I've just done, that's where I hit this wall is where I'm like, I've just done so many dieting and weight watchers in the past, all these things where the group things sometimes don't, the group chats on it. Don't always motivate me. I mm -hmm. love it. People do that. I love that it works for people. I just doesn't, I feel like it's just another voice in the wind, like mm. for me. So okay, I so got to find what do you something think does work for you. What, what's something else? No, it hasn't. <laughs> well, tell me something else you know? in your life that you've been able to do successfully mm -hmm. that was challenging for you to stick with and you did it. Hmm. Um, oh my gosh. Just my career growth, I guess. I mean, um, I mean, that's like out of necessity, I guess, though, you know, it's like, I'm going to survive at this. This is what I do. And I need to, and I want to make a good living and I want to be comfortable. And, um, I just stuck to it and worked hard. I mean, I don't know if there's an exact key to that beyond. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of other things though, that are, um, big goals I've had. 
I mean, in the past, I'm not a runner anymore. I have some injuries, but when I was younger, I was like, I'm going to run a whole 5k and not walk any of it. So I, you know, just stuck to it and I trained and I, I, that was a big deal for me because I hate running and I always have, but I just made myself (laughs) do it in my thirties. What got you out the door to practice at times that you didn't want to? Just that, I don't know that prom that I just wanted to one time, um, do something that I told myself I was going to do because mm-hmm. I dislike it so much. I was like, I can do this though. I know I can do this. Yeah. Um, and I, I think I signed up for 5k and I had friends doing it maybe. Mm. Oh, okay. So, so maybe, maybe big combo. group support doesn't do it for you. What about the yeah. idea of, is there a friend in your life that you could do this with and be like, Hey, yeah, like I, I really have so. this, go- I have this goal to like at night, um, not graze in my kitchen. Like you want to check in with me about it? Is there a goal I can support you through? Um, you know, maybe yeah. even if it's not the exact same goal that you two can, yeah. you know, text back and forth about that. Do you think that that more intimate support could be something that would work for you? I think so. I think I would. Yeah, I think, I think that would help me more than a bigger group. Support yeah. And sometimes, situation. you know, it sounds like you and your husband have a great relationship, but yeah. sometimes that's not a great fit having it be your spouse. Sometimes it is. Some right. people are like, that could be your accountability, but other times it's just a source of like, do not look at me and tell me to put the chips back, honey. <laughs> I don't care what I told you yesterday. It's right. Like, right. Exactly. <laughs> too much um, comfort, right? That's too yeah. much comfort. Like it doesn't feel the same as if it's your, you know, your neighbor down the street um, yeah. and you text them and you're like, Hey, like, uh, good news. Like I haven't eaten the chips yet. And then you, and you guys talk back. So that's a possibility. You might not be a person who like really thrives on that kind of social support in which case, um, another option Dawn, is to spend a period of time where you don't keep those things that really tempt you to overeat Mm -hmm. in the house. Like that is another viable option, which we've definitely seen helped you in the past with work, right. When you got out of the situation that was there. Um, now, should you forever and always not keep chips in your house? No, that's crazy, right? Like we right. want you eventually to be able to do that. But if you find that there's one, two, three types of foods that you're just overeating at night and when they're there, you're overeating them, yeah. does not make you a weaker person to say for a period of time, I'm not bringing these things in my house. Like I'm only yeah. going to bring things in the house that I know I can be moderate with. Yeah, I think so. I think that's a good idea too. I've kind of gotten away from that. Um, mm. I used to do that when I was younger and single, like I just didn't buy the stuff. And now, you know, there's other people in our families who want treats too. And so, um, and my husband's super cool about that. He would just like, probably if he wanted something. He'd probably just put it in his office. Cause I would okay. say, I don't want to see it. Cause I am truly like, Ooh, I see it. And then my brain turns <clears throat> on that that's there, you know, once I remember it's there. So that'll probably, that's probably a good thing to go back to for me. Okay. I can hear in your voice. That one sounds like it clicks more than some yeah, of okay. things we've talked about. Yeah. Um, and again, that's not to say you can't have these things because what could happen is sometimes you could decide after dinner tonight, I really want a cookie. I want a Reese's cup, whatever it is. Right. And then you could choose to go out to the store and buy a package of Reese's, right? Cups, right? right. And versus bringing home like a whole bag of mini ones because now you've got right. like seven days worth <laughs> yeah, of like, exactly. stuff back in the house to like right. to work through. So it sounds like maybe that could be a good option for you. Okay. Um, what else is on your mind about that? So, <clears throat> all right. So if we have, so talk to me about the before dinner eating. Does the idea of a barrier food strike you as a possibility? Do you like the idea? Yeah. Or, yeah? yeah, I do. What? Yeah. And I've done that actually in the past too. And I um, just need to remember like if I 
keep veggies cut up. Okay. So I'm not cutting them. If they're just yes. grabbable, then I'm doing that. And I'll eat like, like you know, 15 baby carrots, who cares? Yeah. Um, so I do like that. I just need to remember to do that, I guess. You know, it's all these little okay. things too. So I just need what to would help to you remember that. it? Probably just putting a, like maybe a weekly thing on my calendar for, you know, Sunday night or something, cut up all the veggies for Perfect. the next handful of days. Um, because I do, I love any veggies and I'll, um, snack on any of that. And I think it's kind of nice too, because then you're getting a ton of veggies in if you don't, yeah. if I don't get enough in during the day. Um, I've done that with like, um, pickles, you said also, um, what are they called? Oh, hearts of palm. Okay. That concept, like, cause those are pretty much no calories either. You know, I've got to say, um, I've never bought those, but okay. They're really awesome. good. So if you like pickles, they're kind of pickle ish. Are they? Okay. Florida, Florida. Awesome. Um, so I do like that. I just, I'm going to, I'm going to remember to do that one, the barrier food. Um, and what was the other one you said possibility uh, like watermelon or, or berries? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so the other thing that I think for us to chat about here about this is because you talked about how you were doing really well and then you felt kind of burnt out on it all. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like worth discussing an end date for a fat loss phase, even if you haven't reached like your yeah. ideal goal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because that can really help us to all feel super palatable, right? Yeah. Not that yeah. we want you to then like throw all the new habits you've built to the wind, but you're just going right. to have more calories when you're in maintenance. Um, yeah. There's no one set ideal number of weeks or months to do a deficit. But when somebody's struggling to maintain consistency, somebody's telling me like they have felt burnt out. I typically don't want them to go more than 12 weeks. I might even tend to say like, Hey, let's do eight to 10 weeks. Um, does, is there a number of weeks that you feel like, I really feel like after this number of weeks, I might need a break. Um, I don't know, because I feel like I've done this so long off and on that you know, it could be great for two months and then I get over it and I'm like, I'll be great for two weeks. So it's just this cycle of tracking, um, which can drive you crazy. I mean, what if we started super small and just said, like, you know what? So there's a, there's a type of deficit called a jab deficit. And what that is, is, and it can really work well for somebody who is feeling very burnt out. And what that is, is that you set a certain amount of time where you're going to be in a deficit and it's short, like a week or two weeks or three weeks. And then, you know, for sure you are going to maintenance calories for one or two or three weeks. And so you have this period of like deficit, boom, jab, and then break, and then deficit and then break. I've successfully used this to work. Yeah. Yeah. How would you, what, what number feels good for a number of weeks to be in a deficit? Does two feel good? Does that feel still too much? You want to do a week on a week off or. I think, I think two sounds good. I think two sounds doable. Yeah. And then I can kind of reassess and. Um, yeah. Awesome. So two weeks of the deficit. Yeah. And then we take a maintenance break. Okay. Um, Either one week or two weeks is a really good amount of time. And then you go, then, you know, like I'm going to go back in very focused and go back into another two week period at a deficit. So do you feel like a good fit would be one week or two weeks at maintenance? Maybe one. I feel like if I did any longer, I might just fall back into yeah. I this think that's great. a really good pattern. Yeah. So two weeks on one week at maintenance, two weeks yeah. on a deficit, okay. one week on maintenance. And it's important to remind yourself when you hit that maintenance phase, like I'm not off plan. 
this is my plan. And this isn't right. a sign for me to go willy nilly and stop tracking right yet. What it is means is I'm going to eat about 500 calories more per day. I'm still going to plan those in. Um, and maybe that what that means is I'm going to have like bigger meals, or it might mean I'm going to have an extra snack. Um, it just kind of gives you that mental break. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. I like diet. that. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Um, okay. Then let's talk real quick. When work comes back and you're in party town, USA with all the snack bowls, what's the plan? I, I don't know. That's, that's <laughs> interesting. Cause I honestly hadn't thought about it until we started talking. I was like, oh, I can that see used that. <laughs> be, that used to be my problem. Like that was my biggest problem, but then I would do the night thing too. So now I have the day thing after these two years of peace in my head at work. Um, so I don't know. And, you know, I will only probably be there a couple days a week, which is good, but that can still derail. I mean, that's because it's everywhere. So it's, you know, and it's everything delicious. It's weird. It's wild. I've never worked somewhere where there's so much snacks around. It's yeah. bizarre. Um, so I don't know what my plan is, honestly, because I've kind of tried to don't look at it. Don't, you know, bring your own. I kind of feel like I've tried mm -hmm. all the things. Uh, do you have any thoughts? Yeah. So I think it's going to take some feel, feeling around for you. I'm going to tell you some two options that um, other clients of mine have picked in the past, and both of them were wildly successful, but they're different. One is a person decided that she does not eat food at work that she doesn't bring. Like that is not my food. I bring my, I bring my lunch. I make sure I bring stuff I like and anything else there. It is not my food. She okay. said it was so much easier for her because she's like, everything they were serving there, I could get on my own time somewhere else. Like if I wanted pizza, if I wanted donuts, if I wanted whatever the amazing treats mm. were they were bringing in, I could buy that on my own on a Friday or Saturday after work. And she said, it's just easier for me to manage if I know the food I eat at work is the food I brought. Yeah, that's that, good. That worked incredibly well for her. She lost okay. a lot of a lot of weight doing that. Um, I have... Um, I had another, um, not friend. well, she has a friend, but she's a client. Um, and for her, it was more situational, um, where the food was and what it was going to be. And so she did not eat. She did not go in her break room in at her company because in the break room was where all the delicious food was. And so yeah. for her, um, she brought in, she brought in her own little cooler and put it at her desk. She brought in her own little like hot plate to make her coffee. And she's just like, I just don't spend time in that break room because when I do, I eat all the food. Like I yeah. just do. And then actually a third client I had, she was okay with it. If she just planned in that every day for her, it was, I don't even remember what kind of pretzels. It was some kind of not spicy pretzels. I don't know, something pretzels that was on someone's desk. And she started planning them in every day because she just really liked them. And this right. person always had them out. And so she planned them in. So planning in a certain amount of calories for work snacks, which could be a harder thing for you because it seems like it's mm -hmm. all different things. It planning is. in strategically like where you do and don't go or planning in like, I don't eat work food. I eat my own food. Yeah. I, I, kind of, I kind of, I like all of those. Um, I think the, I like the idea of just bringing my own food, although we have a cafe a cafeteria there. So a lot of, and it's super affordable and you can honestly get anything you want, but it's almost like getting down there and then you see the other things. So it still might be like, you know, there's super healthy stuff and then there's not, there's a yeah. quite a range. Um, but I do like that idea. I'm just trying to think of, you know, when we're all in a hurry and like, 
you know, maybe that's for after meal prep or something for lunches for the two days I'm going to go in that week or something, yeah. you know, well, first of all, it's great that it's only two days. So we're yeah. talking two lunches that wouldn't take that long to me. Have, no. have, have you ever done any meal prep? I have, I don't love it. Um, I yeah. just don't love to eat the same thing every day. Um, yeah. I, I like it for like two days and then I'm over it and then I'll end up throwing it some stuff away at the end of the week, which is horrible. Totally I hear you. food. So I'm not, have you gr- tried doing the that. kind of meal prep where it's really like, you don't have to eat the same thing where it's more like I make extra dinner on Monday night. Cause I know Tuesday, uh, I need to take lunch to the office. And so you actually yeah. bring like leftovers from dinner that, you know, you like, yeah. Um, yeah, I have. I, that's yeah. a good idea though. Just to think about it more, you know, usually just if it's happenstance, like, Oh, I made too much, this will be lunch. But yeah. if I plan it for a couple times a week, that should work. That's so a good idea too. When do you start back at the office? Um, mid May is when we're supposed to, okay. we can, we can go in, I think gone in once now. And already I'm telling you the one time I went in, I ate a bunch of stuff that I did not, I was like, I am not going to eat this stuff today. And then I did, it was like, my brain slipped right back to that old way of stress. It was like the minute I was in there, the stress just picked up super mm-hmm. quick. So, so it is, so it is stress eating. It's not just like, this is fun. Yeah. It is stress. It's yeah. I think it's both. It's like, Oh, cause I'm super social. So yay, this is fun. And there's food. And I love you know, that turns on for me too. The, like the mm-hmm. fun, it's like a combo of fun and like overstimulation, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, give some thought to how you could be as Dawn who has fun at work without food. Is yeah. that a possibility? And what yeah. would that look like? Right? Like, what yeah. would that be like to be socializing okay. without food? How would that feel? What would that be like? Um, because we want you to go to work. And if there's some fun to be had there, because yeah. you've had years of sitting at home uh, on Zoom Island, right? So, yeah. <laughs> so you want to be able to enjoy yourself there. So like, what would it be like to enjoy the company of your coworkers without indulging in the food? Like, is that something that you would enjoy? Yeah, I, I, absolutely. Yes, mm-hmm. No, no, it is. It's absolutely mm-hmm. yes. Um, okay. I think I've always been that way with food and, and the fun, um, which is, you know, a whole other conversation, um, for weekend, you know, my weekends, yes. you don't, people blow on weekends, so the, and, but this pertains to, yeah. you know, also, um, but yeah, I mean, absolutely. Like I okay. could absolutely do that. It's just gonna have to be really remembering, like remembering and fi- figuring out a trigger for me in a good way, a trigger to go, no, you're actually going in here and you don't have to eat all the stuff you know, just eat the stuff you brought or, or, you know, pre-planning maybe having that, like what you just said, Mm -hmm. like having that conversation with yourself and putting it somewhere, a note on your phone or, um, you know, a note on your calendar to remind yourself of literally what you just said and saying that to yourself, like Dawn, you have a goal you're working on. It's really important. And so you're going to go in there and you're going to have fun with that, whatever it was you just said, however, you just said it, listen back to this and have that conversation with yourself to remind yourself, like, why you're doing this. And I think it's really, two things are really important here. One is how you talk to yourself about this. Mm -hmm. It's not like, John, you can't eat this food. You can't do this, but remind yourself like, you know what, you're choosing not to do this right now because it is not serving you and reaching your goals. And there's nothing here you can't eat. You could eat any of these things you want. And if you see something here, that's really good today, Don, you're going to remind yourself, you're going to text yourself and say like, go buy cannoli for tomorrow night. Right. Or whatever it is. Like, (laughs) so that there's not this sense of like restriction or like that you're going to need to rebel against this voice in your head mm-hmm. telling you, you can't have it because you can, 
right now it doesn't serve you well to reach your goals. And so I think that's one really important thing to remind yourself. Yeah. Oh gosh, there was another one and I forget what it was. There was a second one. I'm like two important things. What was it? Give me a second, guys. I'm going to be very quiet for just a moment. Ah, it's not going to come to me. Okay, Don, I'll have to message you later. There was definitely that's another okay. one. Yeah. Oh, oh no. I remembered. I remembered. The other thing to remember is this is you have to be practicing at this stuff. Like there are, it's very possible you're going to go into the office sometimes and you're going to eat the stuff. And then you're going to be like, oh, shoot, mm-hmm. not what I wanted to do. And that's right. the moment to give yourself some grace and be like, you know what? I have done it this way for a really long time. Ever since yeah. I've worked from this company, I've gone in and I've just eaten all the things. And so I'm practicing relating uh, in this environment in a different way. And I didn't get it the way I want to this time. Next time I'm going to try again. And, and maybe you'll like think of something that will help be like, oh, if I did this next time, that might help. Or maybe it's just like, I'm going to remember next time that I didn't like the way I felt this time. Just the idea yeah. that this is practice. You are practicing a new way of being around yeah. all this food at work. Yes, it's absolutely. Um, and that's kind of how I feel about this whole journey of my, you know, the like mm-hmm. nighttime eating. And because now I'm out of that situation, I don't care anymore. And I've gotten my, I feel like, honestly, it's like the protein hitting. I wasn't getting it enough. And so I feel like that's a huge part of me not doing this during the day. Yeah. Um, I do. So that has helped. So when I think about going back, I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, that was a problem that I even forgot I had and talking, you know, (laughs) so it's good that we're talking about it. Um, But I do like a lot of these tips. I do like kind of, you know, I know pre-planning or pre-logging is really helpful too. So that might help. And then I do like the one, how you said the one person was like, I don't need to eat this stuff here. I can get it whenever I want. This one's not even that great. It's at work. Like I'll right. order a really it's good sitting it out for an hour and a half. Yeah. <laughs> I'll order a great pizza this week sometime or something, you know, yeah. something, or make my own or something that's better anyways. I do like that. And then trying to figure out how to set up some kind of reminders for when I do go in, like whether it's a thing on my phone or something that pops yeah. up saying, you know, you remember mm-hmm. your goals. Or you could just put as your phone lock screen, a big picture of my face. I could. <laughs> and then I'd be like, oh, when are we talking again? <laughs> that was a joke. But <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's so funny. Hey, it might work. It might work. Just a picture of me. <laughs> <laughs> if you're like, no, no, no. Here's your no. reminder. Don, I like a has, lot of those. Those are good. It has been fantastic to talk with you. We're going to keep following up on Thank this. You. Um, message me. Let's keep it, t- you know, follow up with me and let me know how this is going, how it's going. I will. Um, we've talked about a lot of things here. So if you start yeah. tackling them in small bits, totally fine. Um, and then let me know how you're doing. I will. Thank you so much for having me on. This is very helpful. Always, always a pleasure to chat with you. Yes, you too. All right. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Fitness Simplified Podcast. I hope you found it motivational, inspirational, educational, organizational. If you did find value in this episode today, it would mean a great deal to me if you would leave a rating and review on whatever podcasting platform you are listening to this episode on. It really does help to get this podcast in front of other people. Thanks so much for being here. Mm-hmm.